uh, Fouse's cover of uh, Childish Gambino's This Is America. Uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. So, uh, lots of reactions. Um, lots of positive reactions. Some negative reactions. Uh, but first off, well done. The video has hit one million views. On yeah, YouTube. so barely, barely two days. Yeah, barely two days. That's, that's crazy. That's and really crazy. And Diddy, Diddy saw the video and he reposted yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was um, that was very uh, very encouraging to see and very. Um, I was excited. I'm I'm always quite um, I'm always quite interested to see what um, other other uh, non Nigerians make of our music. Yeah. So I checked his comments. And I think some of the Americans didn't quite understand what's going on. Um, but it's true. You, you know, the the interesting thing is for um, Donald Glover's, sorry, Childish Gambino's song, there have been different like versions. There's a Jamaican version. There are all these different versions. And I was talking to somebody about it over the weekend. And the interesting thing is, if you're not from that part of the world, it would be yeah. difficult for you for to you understand. To yes. Uh, so you touched on quite a few things yeah. in the video. First yeah. of all, what inspired you to do your version? Um, the original was was a powerful piece, um, you know, and I thought it, it it touched me when I watched it, and I thought it was uh, an am- amazing way to touch on you know <laughs> political issues in his own space. And I thought to myself that there are, like numerous issues in our political and social spaces out here that really really need to be talked about, mm. often ignored, often swept under the carpet but you know really really need to be touched on and that was what you know really motivated me to do it the the need to stir up that awareness and to start conversation yeah um something that we talked about uh, not too long ago uh something that was trending on social media you touched you touched on um in the video is the whole 419 yahoo yahoo <laughs> and the fact that and this isn't the first time that you've spoken about this exactly because uh, i remember a while ago you spoke about it and people came for you mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. came for you yeah, yeah. so what are your thoughts why do you think why do you think there are lots of people in this country that think you know 409 living the fraudster lifestyle is acceptable because there are a lot of benefactors you know there are people that are enjoying from either directly or indirectly from people that are perpetrating you know the act and that is really the the sad and bitter truth and at the time that i said the first thing that i said uh you know a while ago they now tried to antagonize uh you know myself by saying oh files attacks nice you know talks about his song literally i literally did not mention any artist's name or mm. any song i made reference to people uh, glorifying fraud in mm. general and you know that was that just went to to show that Nigerians or maybe people in general you know when there's a bitter truth that you hear and you feel like it, it you know has to do with you you find a way to try and kill the messenger so that you miss the message mm. intentionally and you know that was what they tried to do and I felt like you know what on this one I'm going to beat my chest and say it again because mm. at the end of the day is you know it's a horrible thing it's really affecting us yeah and um you know the youth everyone is now starting to act like it's cool mm. it's really absurd actually i i have to say this uh for somebody that just you know i've yeah i just started my business and it was crazy it was crazy dealing with um non-nigerians and saying okay this is what i want to do the minute you mention nigeria they mm. change mm. and i'm like 
this isn't right. It shouldn't mm. be because I don't do fraud. There are mm. lots of people out there that are legitimate business people that yeah. are trying to do something fantastic. Our reputation and has been yes, destroyed. Yes, our reputation has destroyed. been like just like demolished. Is, it's just, is. it's horrible. And yeah. it's just crazy that there are people out there that think, well, oh, you know, the fraudsters, they've built schools, they've done this, they've mm. sent people to school. Uh, but as they're doing that, they're obviously ruining the reputation yeah. of Nigeria and Nigerians across the world. Yeah. Uh, very, very sad. Okay, so something else that you talked, uh, that, you, that you touched on in the video. Um, yeah, the Fulani Herdsmen. Yes. Now, this is something that um, I, I feel like we're not talking about it enough. Yeah, and it's like, it's really, really disturbing. It's scary. Because it's very scary. Like, so what are your views much, on that? Pretty much every day, there are people being slaughtered and it's in the manner th- that they've been killed. These guys literally go into churches and just kill people. And like, it's almost like a, a religious battle, mm. you know, and that is very, like, that is extremely sensitive yeah. and can become something really, really ridiculous. But the government, our government, as usual, is being extremely sluggish in terms of doing something about it. And that's what they always do. That's what they do best. Mm. You know, look at the, the situation of the Chibo girls. You know, yeah. they were extremely sluggish. Before, and that's they, before they even, you know, uh, reacted. Reacted. It was, before it they even took a while. Anything like, you know, at the end of the day, even at the point where they reacted, some girls even said they are not going again. That's crazy. Uh, so what are you... They're different. They're different theories uh, for the... For what could be the motive or the motivation behind um, the Fulani Herdsmen's attacks. But what's what's your theory? No matter what, those actions are not justified. You know? So no matter what your reason is, there is no... There is nothing that justifies you walking, to, walking into a church and just massacring people like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense mm. you know every single life is important and i feel like our government doesn't really look at it like they don't really value our our mm. lives it's it's like they do we value other people other nigerians lives hmm. that is that is a deep one shot yeah because I if you, if I you feel think like, about it i feel like as the people in terms of stuff like this i mean there's not much that we, in our own capacity, can do. The government is really the one that has the power to actually do something. You know, there's not much that the people can do. So we do value. I'm sure we do value. I'm sure the next man does actually value the life of another man. I mean, you know. So it's not really us. It's I think it's really in the hands of the government to do something about these killings because these guys are usually heavily armed. Yeah. You know, at the end of I, the day. But I, I do think, I do think, one thing I've realized is um, I feel that especially the people that live in Lagos, it's like the North is a completely different country. Mm, so mm, it's, mm. you know, um, and I have to be honest, yeah. I used to kind of think like that. Um, I did go to mid-degree earlier on in the year and then I was like, okay, this is actually my country. This mm. is my country. This is the country mm. that, you know, I'm living in. This, this, this is the country that I'm from. And there's so many people that just think, well, they're killing themselves. They're killing themselves, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like we should be making more noise yeah, about that, it. That is a horrible thing to even say, oh, they are killing themselves. Like, is it okay for them to be killing themselves? Like, it's such a horrible th- thing to say and a horrible way to think because, you know, at the end of the day, they're Nigerians and, you know, it's every Nigerian life, you know, should matter. And you would think that the, the president being himself, being from the North, you know, would even feel some sort of compassion mm. for, you know, for his people. But 
even during the Boko Haram attacks, like the continuous Boko Haram attacks, not much was being done by, by yeah. the Nigerian army. I feel you. Uh, then let's talk about Madame Philomena. <laughs> that was very funny. I laughed and then I cringed because yeah. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's, it's just a typical story. It's a typical Nigerian story. Something happens, you know, money magically disappears and they'll, they'll just tell us. It's a snake. Some it's a monkey. Story. It's yeah. a mosquito. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really frustrating and it's, it's, it's terrible. It's terribly disturbing as well, you know. Okay, so we're going to uh, we're gonna continue breaking down the video, but let me just... Um, there was one comment that I saw that I'm trying to find, and somebody was upset that you had the, the, the girls in the video that represented the Chibok girls, you had them dancing and doing the shaku shaku. Somebody was like, why would you do that? That's so offensive, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I'm sure as well as, you know, people giving you, you know, accolades, mm-hmm. uh, you got a lot of criticism. Yeah, so backlash. Yes, so what, what have you seen? What have you heard? Yeah, not just one person. Said? There have been quite a few people that have- drop that comment and say oh how can you be making uh girls in hijab that's shaku shaku i'm like um they're just dancing shaku shaku you know by the end of the day you know there's a message there's a reason why they're there and yeah they're a representation of the chibok girls and like i said earlier on the government's extremely sluggish reaction to the girls that were kidnapped yeah you know it's it's, I mean, it's pretty. I thought it was pretty clear. And for someone to come out and say, oh, "Why are you making girls dance in shaku?" I'm not the one that kidnapped the girls. I'm not the one that raped the girls. I'm not the one that kept the girls for that long. I'm not the one that did not react to the girls being taken for so long. So this is sort of back to you saying uh, people find a way to shoot the messenger. To shoot the messenger instead of picking out the message. Okay. It doesn't make sense. And there was also, oh, you the I think not, I didn't notice a lot of people talking about this. Um, the guys sipping what looked like codeine. Yes. Yeah, yes. there were quite a few guys in the video. <laughs> so what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, of course, this is something pretty much like you said, uh, this is something that has gotten to a really, really, really bad stage. Mm-hmm. And it's just now that, you know, something seems to be, you know, done Thanks. about it. It's actually really after the CNN interview. Thank you very uh, sorry, much. Sorry, CNN BBC, documentary. BBC, no, it was BBC. It was, sorry, it was yeah. BBC, documentary. BBC documentary. It was yeah. just after that that they were like, no, we're going to ban everything. We're going to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. But this situation, the whole, you know, um, uh, substance abuse, like, you know, the mm. codeine, tramadol, all of the, it's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For ages. And, yeah. So, and, you know, it still, it still goes back to, you know, the government's extremely sluggish reaction to everything and you know not until the bbc had to do a documentary on it before they realized that they had to do something and now they come and say oh bad everything could in. oh do you think that's the right move that's another argument for another day whether that's that's even the right thing to do i mean <laughs> i mean the I mean, it's a step. At least it shows that they want to do something about it. Mm. You know, the alternatives to coding, from what I've heard, medically, for people that actually need. So, I mean, from what I've heard, what I've heard, there's so many different things yeah, that so, are so maybe um, not being a bad abused. Move, to be honest, maybe it's yeah. not a bad move to ban it. But the thing is, it's already on the streets, so it's just mm. going to make it like more expensive. Mm. So I don't know. Anyways, um, all right. So what was of all the different topics that you? Um, that you featured in the video, what is the most important to you? What was the most important to you? Hmm. That's a deep question. I yes, think... I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is really deep. 
I think <laughs> I think every topic is equally important and I think every single message should be taken just as serious but I think um, it all boils down to the government and like every almost everything we've pointed out now mm. in this discussion still relates back to our government's extremely sluggish reaction to everything mm. you know people don't feel secure uh, well, speaking about security, speaking yeah. of security, you also featured exactly. IGP. Exactly. Why did why did you do why did you do that to him? Now, something I feel very strongly about is the Nigerian police. Or oh, to be honest, the non-existence of the mm. Nigerian police. And if a body is supposed to be there to enforce the law. Mm and that body is really non-existent, there will be chaos, naturally. So I think that is really one of our biggest problems, the fact that there, like everything is just chaotic in Nigeria. Well, we don't seem to have enough police officers, really. The entire police force <laughs> needs to be revamped, like seriously revamped. Even recruitment. Like, these guys are talking to you, and you're like, are you really a police officer? Like, I was stopped the other day, and they said, oh, come down from this car. This is a stolen vehicle. This, the way they draw those conclusions very fast. For, I'm how, did, how did they conclude Just that Just because it was... I'm, a, I'm a young boy, I'm a, I'm a fine-looking young boy, <laughs> and I'm a big car. This stolen vehicle. Oh, this, how did you arrive at that? Let's go to the station. We're going to the station to conduct our investigation. <laughs> Terribly sad. But... The, for these guys particularly and this happened very and SARS, recently and SARS of yeah, course these ones are even normal police not even SARS SARS are now a completely different discussion because there is supposed to be we'll a talk about that afterwards but there is special harassment unit but we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there so these guys uh, normal police oh, we now go to their station and genuinely I you actually them. went to the you yeah, went, you we went, went to I station. said let's go I really had time that day I said no problem let's go we got to their station and when I got there genuinely I pitied them and I sort of started to understand why they were reacting in that manner. Mm. I can show you a clip <laughs> that I recorded while I was in police station. Which police station was it? This was like uh, around Anthony, uh, uh, around Marylandish, Anthony-ish. Mm. Yeah. Like, like they really, really, the government really, really need to go and look at... Like, I'm going to post this up on my Instagram. I recorded that video. I kept it. Because... It's so disgraceful. The police station is an uncompleted building. Oh, wow. No door, no window, nothing. So they did... Tell me they had, like, at least one computer. This, which... What do you mean by computer? <laughs> well, they want to finish their investigation. I Surely... Thank you very much. So, she now took me... The guy now took me in there. And I asked him that, bro, like, where are, you, where are we going? He said, this is, this is our investigation room. <laughs> I said, excuse me, what are you investigating here? Like, how do, 